Hi, I'm Kendra Corman, the host of Imperfect Marketing. If you're a solopreneur, small business owner, or a marketer, you know marketing is far from a perfect science. And that's why this podcast is called Imperfect Marketing. Here you will hear from marketing experts and successful business owners about their marketing tips and, of course, their lessons learned along the way. Hello and welcome to the Imperfect Marketing 100th episode celebration. Super excited to have hit this huge milestone and I am so excited that you've joined me on this journey. So for this episode, I have gone ahead and taken several different clips from previous episodes and put together the marketing lessons a lot of my guests have learned and shared along the way so that you've got one place to come and listen to the highlights. Enjoy. The most recent and the one that hurts the most, I guess, is when I did during the pandemic, I did a Facebook campaign and I partnered up with one of my colleagues and together we spent about seven grand on it and it did not work. I ended up being very disappointed with it. The person who had used the same supplier had done very well and he was on the lesser expensive side, but by the time you add the media and everything, it was, uh, and it, it was probably not a great time to have launched this. So it was a good lesson. I think my biggest lesson learned in marketing was to, and, and I hope this is the marketing area, but to start out with a small get acquainted project with a brand new client and leave them wanting and asking for more. It's one thing to get the first check from a client. It's another matter to get the second, third, fourth, et cetera, and create a long-term sustainable relationship where you're a partner with them. That Then you don't get a strap on your sneakers and go chasing after new clients. You can deepen your relationship with the clients you have and expand to the degree that your skills and abilities will allow for the long term. I've known this and someone taught me this is that it's a lot easier to get on work with the clients you have than to go out and get a brand new client. Like today or in all time? Because I'm sure I <laughs> every single day, every single day I'm learning a new lesson that I'm like, that's the best lesson I've ever learned. Best lesson I have learned and something that I have to remind myself all the time and I try to teach my clients because it's really hard to remember no one, and it's exactly this imperfect marketing mindset is something that my content director has to remind me every time I try to hit post on a blog or send a press release draft to a client right now is better than perfect. When it comes to sharing your story or having news or having social media right now is better than perfect. That is the most important marketing thing that I have learned probably ever and continue to learn in a new way every day. Yeah, I would say it goes back to the early days. And that is really knowing who you want to serve and really finding your niche and your market. So I remember when I first created an online course, my very first one was just on Facebook ads and it was to everyone. And I was trying to teach every single business how to run Facebook ads and it got really messy. It wasn't until that I niched into helping online business owners, so course creators, membership owners, 
learn how, like I, I niched into that angle and that's when my business really took off, right? So I, I guess the lesson here is like really be clear who you're serving, get your messaging right and don't be afraid to pivot if you if you need to or start from scratch, you know, making pivots <laughs> and constantly evolving your business is something that you you have to learn to do. This is a fun one because in social media, just the nature of working in social people in general are very fickle. So something, a piece of content or a style of content that works well for months, all of a sudden can not perform as well or the algorithms change. So I feel like I'm always testing and learning with the social side of the business. But one thing that really comes to mind or a recent lesson that I've learned is with one of our clients. We have a whole, he has a course, an online course, and we have a whole funnel system set up to get people, you know, from the email uh, all the way, you know, starting social email to ultimately sign up for the course. And recently we've, I think, got a bit distracted. So we found a lot of success. We looked at 2022 to say, okay, how can we rev the engines even more and really, you know, put, put gas on the fire, so to speak, and have it be even better. And one of the things we looked at was what are some other people doing? What do their funnels look like? People in the, in the category, in the space, and where could we find improvements or how could we make it better? And that's an important exercise. I think it's valuable to do. But in this particular case, we found that we got a little lost in our own funnel system. It's easy to say, well, this, this person is successful and they're posting a podcast this way or their social looks like this or their emails read this way. So we tested out a new funnel that was different from what we'd done before. And I think uh, it didn't perform as well. So that was it felt like a lot of time that we spent to build out a whole new funnel and a whole system for, for marketing and all of the marketing we did around the course we got away from our roots a little bit with how we engaged the community. That was how where we really started to get all the way back to our community conversation. But he has a strong community on social and email. And we got a little bit too salesy, I think, with this other funnel mimicking some very successful people. Not to say it, it doesn't work for them and their audience, but I think it can be easy you know, in this digital age we live in with how much inputs that we all... Uh, receive every day that it can be easy to say, oh, well, maybe I should change what's working or try something different. And that was one lesson I think we all learned as the team, really, everyone working on it was it's good to try new things. And it's good to, you know, always look for continued improvement, but try not to get too far away from what's worked for you or what feels true to yourself and how you how you market and the audience that you have. Because we ended up going back to kind of our original process that we've used. It was a little bit more longer funnel, so to speak. It took, you know, we eased people in <laughs> to the sales messaging and that seemed to work better. And we found that same success back and even more once we kind of went back to our roots. So that's one lesson just recently in the last, you know, six months that we've um, I've really taken to heart and tried to think about how could it apply to other clients or even, you know, uh, random our own business. How do we work with with others and how can we continue to improve without by but still staying true to our roots and how we uh, want to conduct ourselves, I guess, in in business and just in life. So that was one recent one that came to mind. <laughs> I think setting expectations is the biggest one, especially as a new business. I've been doing SEO for about 10 years now, but I've 
just recently launched myself as a business about two years ago, setting expectations and being confident. I've been doing this a long time. While I am confident in it, it's very, it's scary, right? To sit there and like try and haggle finances or what have you, but set expectations, right? And why I always say three month mark on the keywords, I used to say, oh, I don't know, or maybe a month or whatever. I'm very, if it happens quicker than three months, but I've learned that you need to set like a benchmark and you need to, if people say, well, you you told me this. No, I always said three months. This was three Mm -hmm. months. So make sure you are confident in what you say and do and set the expectations up front because I have had businesses come back to me and say, you told me this. And I would think, did I, did I not? Well, now I'm, I never would have said, I do not say that. These are my expectations. And, you know, I put that in my contracts too. So the biggest lesson in marketing is is more recent than not. In comparison, in watching other people succeed, it's very easy to be seduced into wanting to reproduce or at least with your own version, you're hopefully never plagiarizing because that's a whole other conversation. But we can feel like their way is the way. And so what ends up happening is we do things not according to what's true to our essence and our story and our branding, but more about what we're seeing out there. So I learned to stop watching all of my peers and start looking at people even outside of my zone. So influencers, fashion, foodies, because they all add an element to your marketing. So maybe there's like a creative spark you never would have thought of if you just stayed in your industry. So that would be one of my greatest marketing lessons recently is diversity and what you're consuming. And also always knowing, again, it's like this message that we keep coming up to is like, you are enough. The best marketing you can do is what comes through your essence and really showcasing who you are and how you are different versus trying to be the same. But kind of what we were talking about, just to be me and be okay being me, my authentic, goofy, makes up words, self. That's the biggest thing because I did try to be buttoned up, perfect, striving for perfection and things. And it just didn't feel good. It felt like a lot of stress. And the minute I took a step back and allowed myself to be myself was when the business just took off. Because I firmly believe that when we align our spirit with the gifts and talents that we're given in the way that the universe wants the universe will respond. And I was trying to be somebody that I wasn't. So that's my biggest marketing lesson that well, that and then I would also add on if I can, what I call the wonder twins of business success, which is patience and consistency. That my biggest marketing lesson that I learned is uh, one of our core values, which is production over perfection. If I'm in your market doing the same business that you're doing, I'm going to crush you because I'm going to beat you to market. I have a good friend of mine who owns a healthcare software type business. And for the last six years, his revenue has been just flat. Doesn't like he'll lose a customer and he'll gain a customer to replace that, but he's never growing. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, the guy's doing about 25 million a year, but his goal because it's a SaaS company, he wants to get it up to nine figures because then, you know, PE looks at it. He can make a variable, blah, 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 but he can't, but he can't get past that. So 
he hired me for about nine months because that's about all I could last. Because we would schedule video shoots to create content, photo shoots, like all that stuff, because they have no content. Like we, you know, this was four years ago. If you if you had went to his Facebook page, and I don't look at his Facebook page anymore, but we're still friends. But if you would have looked at his Facebook page then, like there was garbage on there. Like you would get a post every once in a while, and by every once in a while, every 90 days, like nothing. And he was one of these guys like, well, Facebook, well, that's not where my customers live. So you mean to tell me doctors aren't on there, right? Nurses aren't on, because those are the people that hired him, you know, just hired them. And so we would do video and we'd create 20, 30, 40, like two, three minute snippets of video around, you know, FAQs about questions that people have. And he's got to approve everything, right? He's got to approve every video. So we would edit it, chop it up within a week. I'd have him all those cuts back. Hey, take a look at these. Let me know what you think. Week later, I'm emailing him. Hey, do you have anything? Week later, hey, do you have, we could go 30 days, come back. I think we need to do another shoot. <laughs> Why is that? Well, I don't really like any of these videos. I was turned one way. My shirt didn't look good against the background. I mean, it was every freaking reason not to post the content. We did this for eight months. And finally, I was like, you're throwing your money away because you don't listen to anybody. And as your friend, I can't do this anymore. Taking your money. It's nice, but like you have to do something. Time, probably about six months ago, revenue is still the same. Like, it's great. That's great. But you're not going to win in that industry when it's about growth. And so production over perfection means you don't put out bad stuff. You don't put out stuff that doesn't look good. You don't put out stuff that isn't accurate, but you produce and you put stuff out and you can fix anything later. Quit worrying about if your hair is not right. I didn't brush my beard down correctly today, didn't use any product in my hair. Oh my God. That's all things that you care about. If you put content out, then the content will come back to you in a way that provides the opportunity. But if you're not putting content out, you don't get opportunity. And so I always say, if I'm in your market and we do the same exact business, I'm going to crush you. Why are you going to crush me, Gary? Because I don't have those problems of how do I look? Does my shirt not match to the background? Wear black every day. It'll match. Did I not say a word correctly? I pronunciated it a little different than I should have. I sound dumb when I talk. And these are all true things about me, but I don't care. I'd rather put content out and be producing content consistently instead of trying to be imperfect. But Gary, your brand image, my brand image is Gary Guyman. And you either like him or you don't like him. And if you don't, that's fine. I'll find somebody else that does and they will give me their money. If you're constantly worried about perfection, and I love the name of your podcast because imperfect is what marketing is. Because if it was perfect, you could take it and duplicate it all the time for everybody and marketing wouldn't be a science that also is an art. It would be a science. 
So thank you again so much for tuning in to Imperfect Marketing. I hope you enjoyed this little flashback with just a handful of episodes and the lessons learned by the people that shared them. Thank you again for helping me hit my 100th episode. I look forward to another 100 episodes and another 100 beyond that. Keep tuning in. And if there's anything that you're ever looking for, please don't hesitate to reach out. I would love to hear from you. Have a great rest of your day. And I look forward to seeing you on another episode of Imperfect Marketing. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Imperfect Marketing. Be sure to subscribe and visit KendraCorman.com slash Imperfect Marketing to view the show notes of all my podcast episodes. See you next week. Same time same place.